Lord, help me. I have a daughter who loves to be heard, so just pray for me. Thank you for the prayer, Pastor. Appreciate it. Um, wow, this is the last Sunday we have together in 2019. Um, I was talking to my cousins yesterday. I have a twin cousin. We're the same age, and we said, bro, we turned 40 in four months. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is, this is nuts. Um, but I'm happy to be turning something. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, so in four, <laughs> four months, your boy would be 40. I mean, I look good. I mean, y'all got to tell me. But, you know, we bringing 40 back. You know what I'm saying? But, but I have a message this morning for you. It's called Press Forward. Um, please know I... Don't take, um, what's up, Gary? I'm sorry, I just saw my boy. It kind of just took me off. Um, you, know, I, you know, I haven't been around as much um, in the latter part of 2019 because of some of the places that God has taken me and um, with, you know, with my pastor's permission, uh, you know, he always knows what I'm doing. So if I'm absent, just please know it is not for um, sin <laughs> that I'm not here. Just know that I'm out and about just trying my best to do what I believe that God has created me to do. Um, but my message this morning, press forward, is something that the Lord gave me to speak to our CMU football team in the last couple of weeks here. Um, and I felt led to bring this to my brothers and sisters. So Pastor gave me permission to grace in this anointed stage here. Um, so when you hear the word press, when I looked up the word, it's, it's movement that at some point can be stopped. So you have to push through. Um, if, you know, I could have just, you know, wrote the title as move forward, but I don't want to. Move gives a thought process of actually being able to do something in your own ability, your own thought process, anytime you wanted to. But when you use the word press, it's different. You may notice, like you don't have a sheet this morning, but I need everyone to have a blank sheet. Um, I think because it was blank, I confused a lot of people, so they didn't pass them out. So they're going to go ahead and pass them out now. I need to make sure that everyone has a blank sheet. Um, this sheet is not for notes. It is your job just to watch me walk back and forth this morning, um, and then I'm going to give you what you're going to be doing with this um, sheet at the end of my message. So please make sure that everyone has a sheet. If the kids get it, if they want to draw, let them draw. So I chose Press Forward. Now, Pastor used one of the verses that I'm going to be using this morning, which talks about pressing forward, but I wanted just to make sure that you understand why I chose it, it's because on some things, as we transition into 2020, we're going to have to make some moves that is going to require you to press in. We're going to have to make some decisions in your thoughts and in your actions that's going to require you not to just move freely, but press. And the word press means you're going to have to do some uncomfortable things. You're going to have to do some uncomfortable changes. In the world of transition, when you want to see yourself transition, it takes a person to press in. 
If you want to be a bodybuilder, you have to press into the system that they give you. If you want a certain degree, you have to press in all the classes that they give you. So no matter what you want or what you desire, if you're not pressing into it, I'm telling you, it's not good. Anything that is easily moved into, any title that is easily, listen, you could become a reverend from doing one hour thing online now. I'm telling you, it was no pressing going on, all right? When I became a reverend, there was some pressing going on, all right? If you are a parent and you never pressed, something's wrong. <laughs> Mine back there. <laughs> Babysit if you dare, all right? So anything good is pressing. Pastor spoke to us, I, you know, I'm not sure if it was a year or so ago, about how you purify gold. It goes through a process that's not comfortable. There's a lot of heat. You're taking off the impurities on top, and then you're putting it back in. If you ever seen people work with gold? If you ever seen people work with wood? It's a pressing that happens. It doesn't just happen. But I believe that with every natural transition must come a spiritual transition. I tell my students at CMU that you're not just graduating from a four-year institution, that there shall also be a spiritual transition with your natural transition. You should not leave a four-year institution and be the same spiritual version of yourself. And I also believe that we should not transition into a 2020 and be the same version of spiritual person that we are now. So that demands a press. That demands a movement that won't be comfortable. You know, there, there were some good times and there were some bad times in, th in 2019. Um, no matter good or bad, they help shape who we are as we transition into the new year. Now, most of us in this room have found the tradition that on December 31st, we write a list of things that we want to do new for the new year. I'm not here to give you that type of sermon. I'm going to focus on the spiritual side. So, of course, I do have some personal things that I want to transition to. But I also have some spiritual places that I need to transition to. And it's going to cause, and the only way I can get there is to press into the place where I need to be. So that means that some things about me in 2019 can't go with me into 2020. Now listen, I'm very simplistic when it comes to the word of God. And when it comes to the word of God, this is how I think. God wants us to always get better. Pastor just talked about it. There is no such thing as being status quo. There is no such thing as being mediocre when you worship a creative God. God didn't create you to be the same in 2019 and 2020. Listen, if you're saying the same jokes that you were saying in 2006, it's time to transition. And that's just the jokes. I'm talking about if you're parenting the same. I'm talking about if you're worshiping the same. I'm talking about if you're reading the same books. I'm talking about it's time, if you want to see the person that you know you were created to be, it's time to press forward into doing different things for 2020. Because I'm looking at people in this room who are not mediocre. 
I'm looking at people in this room who have been created to write books, write music, write poetry, start businesses. For some reason, we allow ourselves to stay in the mundane thoughts of yesteryears, and we don't allow ourselves to move forward. Or maybe in your personal transition, maybe you've retired. Maybe if you're going to a new job and you've allowed yourself to be comfortable. Pressing ain't nothing comfortable in pressing. Okay? We are dealing in a world, living in a world where Christians are not operating at their highest potential. I'm talking about highest potential. The Bible teaches us that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us. So if you're not operating at that potential, you are not operating in what you believe in. I will remind you that I follow pastors, so I get a little edgy this morning. I apologize. Change is demanded, right? I cannot be the same person I am year after year than walk into a classroom and demand my students to rise. I can't be the same person over and over than stand here and preach and say to jump for the sky because the Lord has allowed you to have wings. I can't tell you over and over all these things that I need you to do if I myself am not willing to go through a transition You know, Philippians 3, 13 through 14, pastor just read it. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward towards those which are ahead, I press towards the goal of the prize of the upward call of God and Jesus Christ. It, it's, you know, 2019 was amazing with my spiritual gifts. I, I felt like I walked and talked with God more clearly. I felt like I operated more in my gifts within church, within school, freaked out my students a lot. It was fun. <laughs> but 2020 got more for me. 2020 has more for me. All right? In the natural, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm receiving my doctoral degree um, in um, education. So I'm um, in a natural, I'm transitioning to something even greater than I was in 2019. So I can't just leave it to the natural realm, right? I have to also take the spiritual journey and make sure that he's running along or I will get so prideful with the earthly things I'm receiving, I forget who God is. See, that's what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. We are progressing in our natural state, but leaving our spirit man skinny and hungry and not transitioning with the natural. And then you wonder when you get your money why you can't hear God. It's not the money. It's the fact that you didn't allow yourself to transition spiritually. Ain't nothing unholy about money. All right? There's nothing wrong with money. But if you allow that to be the only place you transition how are you going to hear God about how to spend the money on how to keep the money? That's why some of y'all can't sleep. You're trying to figure out how to keep the money. If you transitioned with God, he would have already told you that. Hallelujah. We serve a God who wants to grow our plans and show us our future. But if we run after growth without taking care of the baggage of 2019, we will mess up what we're trying to achieve. Listen, God, there's a picture of you 
of who you should be December 31st, 2020. But some of us, because of the baggage of 2019, we won't ever get there. So there are certain things about us in 2019 that shouldn't travel with us in 2020. Certain thought process, maybe the way we spend money, maybe there are certain relationships that shouldn't be with us in 2020. Or maybe there's certain language that we should try to, to change. Or maybe there's just a walk of life. Or maybe your parenting. Or maybe the way you treat your spouse. Or maybe your church attendance. Something has to move forward. Something has to press. Something has to change. If you want to see the version of you in 2020, um, a greater progression, um, greater understanding, it must be a change. Now, listen, in 2019, I failed every diet I tried. In 2019, I had some horrible conversations with my wife. I failed at parenting sometimes. I, I, I reached for um, earthly growth so much, I, I left my family in the background. I've made so many things. You think I want to take that stuff with me to 2020? I'll be crazy if I do. Because I have a place where I need to be. And you know what? That place is also with my kids and with my wife. And I got so caught up in a natural growth. In 2019, there were months that I barely saw my wife. And what I would tell her is, baby, I'm trying to get us more money. And the Lord in my prayer time, you get the money, but you left your family back here. So there's a pressing that needs to go on. All right? I'm very vulnerable with you because I know I'm not a perfect man, and I never will preach from this position as I am. I am not a perfect man. I'm telling you this morning that in the creation of this sermon, God himself has even told me things that I can't take in 2020. If I want to be the man of God and the man of this worldly system that I need to be, that there are certain things in 2019 version of me that needs to stay. And I know I'm not the only person in this room. We have carried baggage from 1999, and it's still with us going in 2020, and you don't know why you're free, because you carry a luggage with you that you shouldn't be carrying. The Lord gave me the analogy of, you know, for those of you who fly places, and when you go up to the stewardess or steward, and you give them your bag, and they tell you your bag is too heavy, you have to open up the luggage and take certain things out. I'm telling you that the new year is coming, and your bag is too heavy. You need to open up your luggage. You need to look into your life and start taking things out. Some of y'all been dealing with unforgiveness for too long. It's time to open up and take it out. I don't care what's sitting there that's too heavy. If it's lust, if it's, if it's unforgiveness, if it's, if it's drunkenness, if it's, um, you know, certain addictions, I don't care what it is. If you want to get rid of it, you have the opportunity this morning to open up your luggage of life and take those things out so you can weigh it again and it weighs clear. Because 2020 is coming. Woo. Hallelujah. I'm pressing forward to being a man who is a world changer. I'm pressing forward to being a man who's an educator, who's a leader, a father, a husband, not just in title only, but in the spirit, man. I am reaching for things that requires the old Joni to not make it to the new. 
In 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. You are a new creation. I don't care. You are not your mistakes. You are not your mistakes. I repeat one more time. You are not your mistakes. No matter what went on in 2019, God's blessings and grace and mercy are new every morning. So the fact that you woke up this morning, you only have to reach out to him and allow that baggage to be laid down at his feet. This morning we sang about I surrender, but do you really understand what surrender really means? It means that when you open up the luggage of life and you see things have been there since the 80s, you see things have been there since the 90s, and God is saying, I need you to take those things out your luggage. There's a place that I have for you in 2020, and you can't get there unless you let some things go. You can't get there unless you forgive your daddy for what he did. You can't get there unless you forgive those kids for bullying you when you grow up. You can't get there with the luggage. This message is not just for me this morning. There's places that God wants this church to be. And before we can get there, we have to let go of comparing ourselves to other people. We have to let go of certain things and hurts and pains that have kept us away from worshiping in the house of the Lord. That's kept us away from speaking life over our children. That's kept us away from Satan himself, whose job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And we're playing around in his playground and wondering why we can't hear the voice of God. And God is saying, I'm over here. I'm not there anymore. When this day is over, there will only be this day in 2019. And some of us would dwell in this day forever. And God said, I am not there anymore. I'm in tomorrow waiting for you. Hallelujah. I love it. Hallelujah. I will repeat one more time that you are not a mistake. You are not a mistake. I don't care where past sins have led you to. This morning, God will want you to know that you are not a mistake, that he planned, and even when he did the creation, that you were in his plan. So if you don't have a relationship with him this morning, he desires it. He does desire it. He has a place where you want to be, that he needs you to be. He has a, he has a place of leadership, a place of, of humility, a place of freedom for us all in 2020. If we were only just leave things in their place where they need to be and not take them along with us. Since I've just told you I've, I've um, failed every diet, I've... I've tried in 2019, the Lord led me to this book, The Daniel Plan. And I have started reading this book, and, and I've been missing it. My whole goal was to lose weight so I can look good in my clothes. I mean, I look good like this. But anyway, <laughs> and the first chapter talks about protecting your temple. And how when you walk this life with God and you run after protecting your temple, the weight loss will come. And I'm reading this, and I'm like, God, I had it wrong all throughout 2019. I wasn't thinking about my temple. I wasn't thinking about um, what, what not to put in me can, can stop me from being used by God. I, I, you know, I, I didn't really think about that. You know, Chuck is 
given me some great knowledge from things that me and my wife have used, but I never put it on my mind that if when I transition to 2020, that my focus needs to be now on my temple. And when I focus on the temple, the weight loss will come. So guess what I'm leaving in 2019? Those quick fix, like lose weight pills, those, those um, I don't know, Pilates things where people would be moving and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's all, it's all voodoo to me, so whatever. <laughs> but if I don't look for new information, if I try to do the same thing I did in 2019 to achieve something that I need to achieve in 2020, it won't work. So I had to think differently. You know what's funny? I bought this book when I was the um, intern for this church in 2008. It was just sitting in my closet, right, Alice? It was just sitting in my closet, and I'm cleaning one day, and I look at the book, and I went, oh, yeah, I forgot I bought this. But now I'm ready for it. So 2020, I am moving towards a place where now what I want in the natural will be connected to who I am in the spiritual. There's some goals that you may have to achieve in 2020, but I believe God will want you to know this morning that if you connect with it in the natural, in the supernatural, putting the word of God on it, that you will actually see these things come true. There's been some battles that you've been wanting to win, but you've been trying to do it on your own strength, your own understanding, and your own intellect. And God has said, you can't. You need me to do it. I tell my students all the time that if your goals are achieved by your intellect alone, those goals aren't big enough. There are certain things that when you pray about it, you should drop to your knees because the goal is too big. I fell so many diets when I think of trying to do something else in 2020 without God. Why do it? But this time is different. And I feel it. Maybe it's you're trying to stop an addiction of something. Maybe you're trying to speak better in a relationship. Maybe you just want a better relationship with God. I'm telling you, if you just stop doing the things that are great in the natural and put supernatural to it and actually pray to God about what to do, you will see the change. Your greatest enemy in 2020 is not going to be the devil. It's going to be the 2019 version of you who's going to tell you to be comfortable, who's going to tell you to be coast. Hey, you heard God last year. It's all good. Keep on going. I want more. I want to be able to pray for my family and watch sickness leave. I want to be able to pray for my bosses and walk into the room with the president of the university and be able to speak to the truth to them, to see them saved. I want more. Listen, I'm not satisfied. 2019 was great, but in 2020, Mike, I want more. I want the power of God to fall on this stage so much that the glory cloud falls in and the presence of God is heard, that angels begin to sing with us. I want more. In 2019, it didn't happen, so do we quit? No. 2020, I want more. 
I want to be able to walk down the street. The Lord tell me someone's name. I can go and minister. And through the power of God, not through the power of Joni, they understand that God is real. I want more. I want to see more people in this church, more family members that everyone wrote off to say that they're addicts. They'll never come to church, that they'll never return. I want to see those people in the house of the Lord in 2020. I want more. It's going to take pressing to get to what I'm talking about. It's going to take days where you're just irritated because you really want that cookie, but you know that God doesn't want you there anymore. He wants you in the transition to the place where you can walk and talk without diabetes, without heart issues, without being able to walk and talk and move up. So many people in this room, God may have called you to go to other nations, but you're not healthy enough to get there. So I dare you to press to get to the place where God has called you to be. Now, I am not a man that is easily um, tripped up by sin, but I'm tripped up by a pizza. I'll be 100% with y'all today. So if I continue in my mess, I would die young and leave missions on the table, and I have to answer to that. Sorry. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and when I get to heaven, I dare not... Hear the Lord say, you left missions on the land because you couldn't stop eating pizza. Oh, sure, he doesn't cheat on his wife. Sure, he doesn't curse. Sure, he gets a doctorate. Sure, but he dies early because he couldn't maintain his sugar, and he left missions, students that I should have spoken to. Books I should have written, songs I should have written are now in heaven just sitting there, not released on the land because I didn't press. So who's going to press with me? You know, my, my vice may be food, but yours may be something else. So I choose to be 100% with you, not only to let you know that I'm not perfect, but to let you know that everyone in this room needs to press through something. The version of you in 2020 is screaming out to you and saying, make the heart moves now. Make the heart moves now. Change your thinking. My mother calls it stinking thinking. Change it now. Hallelujah. Isaiah 43, 18, 19, do not remember the formal things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now this shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I love that. I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. There are things that we need to let go. What's standing in the balance for me is my relationship with my beautiful wife, my relationship with my amazing children. Um, Central sings my praises, but if my wife don't, I have failed. Central may sing my praises, but if my son and daughter don't, I have failed. My first minister. And I would tell you, I have fallen into the hole of praise from men. But I'm leaving that mess in 2019. I want my wife to be proud of me. I know she is. And my son to be proud of me as I am my father. 
So 2019 has the ability to ruin my relationships if I allow it to go to 2020. But the alarm has been set. (laughs) I am not allowing those things that could be to happen. Because behold, I will have a new thing, says the Lord. Can you start that music for me, Doug? Can the ushers bring in those trash cans for me? Go to the last slide for me there, Lynn. So this is why you have a piece of paper. This is how I want to end the service. And I need this to be as private as you can. I know you're so close to your family and friends right now. But you have a blank piece of paper because I need you to write down the things that you don't want to take with you to 2020. Maybe it's one, you don't have to put your name on it. You're going to rip it up here in a minute. I'm going to tell you what's happening. What do you need to take out the baggage, the luggage? What don't you need to transition with you in 2020? Maybe that's a one-word thing. Maybe it's a sentence. Maybe it's a person's name. I need y'all to be real right now. Because by faith, you're telling God right now, these are some things I don't want to journey with me to 2020. I don't want to have high levels of anxiety anymore. I don't want to deal with depression anymore, Lord. I don't want to deal with lust anymore, Father. I don't want to deal with unforgiveness. These are things I want you to write down. Here the next five minutes. Can you give me more volume there, Doug? In the next five minutes, I want you to write these things down. There are some things that don't need to journey with you any longer. It has held you back from the man of God that you're supposed to be. It held you back from the woman of God that you were born to be. You may recognize the song in the background. It was just, I surrender, because that's what we're doing right now. We're surrendering everything to God. And please know that what you write down on that paper, you may deal with it just a little bit, but you got to press through, pressing, and keep on going. I actually read that in the chapter. And he said, once you make the transition with a better life, you won't be perfect. But if you make one mistake and don't press back in, That's the problem. So no matter what you write down this morning, you may still deal with it here and there. But if you keep on pressing, you keep on pressing, December 31st, 2020, it won't be there. So once you have your list, I want you, there's two garbage cans on the other side of the the podium here. And I want you to fold that piece of paper. This is between you and God. I want you to approach this garbage can one by one. And I want you to silently pray to the Lord, say, I thank you that these vices, these things would not go with me, the 2020. Then I want you to rip it up and throw it in the garbage and by faith walk away as you are really walking away from it. So once you are done with your list, I want you all to start moving up. Between you and God, you get to this garbage can, you pray, you rip it up, and you release it into the garbage can. Hallelujah.
This is between nobody else except for you and God. Yes, Lord, we're surrendering this morning. I love hearing that paper rip. We're leaving some things behind in 2019. It doesn't belong in 2020. Because 2020 is the year of, what you say? It's going to be plenty in 2020. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your patience. We're almost done. Play that again for me, Doug, please. We're almost done. Go ahead and stand up, please. I'm going to do a closing prayer, then I'm going to invite Pastor back up. Please understand what you just did. By faith, you wrote down vices, things that you don't want to take with you in 2020. By faith, you said the man or woman that God wants me to be in 2020 can't have these things a part of you. I'm telling you what I just saw was powerful, and not just in the natural as I heard the tearing, but in the supernatural and the spiritual, that by faith, you allow things to no longer be a part of you. I almost kicked this thing. I had to stop myself. Um, these things are no longer a part of you. That's step one. You just did it. Step two will be the hardest. It's the pressing. Because when you walk out this door, the enemy of your soul will want to remind you of what you wrote down. Maybe that old flame all of a sudden is going to text you. Or maybe on your way home you pass all the fast food places looking at it like I do half the time. It's time to press now. To press forward to the mark, the goal of your higher calling. Father, we thank you so much this morning for this message and for this activation of faith. Uh, We pray that the spirit of press will fall 
upon my brothers and sisters in this room that they will press through to December 31st, to January 1st, 2020, pressing towards the mark that you have called them to be, not just in the natural, but in the supernatural. Lord, even my journey, as I publicly spoke about it, that you even grant me wisdom on how to protect my temple and those in the room who deals what I do, that they will run the same race with me. But Lord, as we end this sermon time for our last service in 2019, may the items in the garbage cans be the moment even when this church has transitioned into the place where you have called us to be. If y'all believe that, somebody say amen.